Hey, this is Chris with the Look Up Collective Podcast. We are so excited that you are here today. Thank you so much for listening. Today, we have a treat for you. One thing we're wanting to do more frequently on the podcast is bring in some of our friends, some other women and moms that are crushing it in the world. Maybe they are part of our Look Up Collective community. Maybe they're just out there doing amazing things because we believe that they can be so, so encouraging to you as well. And so today, for our very first guest interview, we have Allie Allen. Allie Allen is a great friend. Elizabeth's going to introduce her more on uh, the show in just a second, but we are just so excited to have her today. I also wanted to let you know about something really fun that we have that is tomorrow. We are putting on a workshop called The Thrive workshop. At the Thrive Workshop, we are going to be giving you three life-giving rhythms to thrive in your home and business. So if you're a work-from-home mom and you need any kind of support, any kind of encouragement, any kind of tools to help you thrive in your home and business, then this is the workshop for you. So all you have to do is go to lookupandserve.com forward slash thrive and then you can join us. You can register right there. It's literally only $7. So cheap. Like it's cheaper than a nice cup of coffee. So we would love to have you there. It's tomorrow. It's from 10 central to about 1230. It's going to be a great time. If you can't make it during that time, go ahead and register because what we're going to be able to do is we're going to send you later on that afternoon a recording of the whole entire thing. So you can watch it at your leisure. If you attend live, you'll still be able to get the recording so you can um, follow up. But you're going to be able to walk away with three life-giving rhythms that are going to help you thrive in your home and business. We cannot wait to see you there. So all you have to do again is go to lookupandserve.com forward slash thrive. You are listening to the Look Up Collective podcast, a podcast where we help you thrive in your home and business. We're your coaches, Chris, Elizabeth, and Wynn. And if you are looking for simple, actionable, encouraging conversations to help you be rooted in what matters so you can look up and serve others, you are in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey guys, we're so glad that you're here. We actually have Ali Allen, one of my dear friends and one of our precious Look Up Collective gals. And we are just so honored that she's here. She is the epitome of what we work towards and what we long for and Look Up Collective, right? Is being a present mom who is also pursuing her dreams in the way that God has uniquely wired her and gifted her. And she's doing that. Like she's truly showing up to her life in a imperfectly beautiful way. I love to say imperfectly beautiful because that is what thriving means. It doesn't mean perfection. It means that we are fully awake to our life and all the goodness that is right in front of us. And that's what Allie is. Like that's who she is. She is a present mom, truly loves her kids so much. She loves Jesus and she loves showing up and really contributing her gifts and serving people in the way that God has uniquely and beautifully wired her in the way he's made her. And so Allie and I have been friends for quite a while. Like it's been goodness. I don't even know almost a decade. Now we met online through trying to find some like clean makeup and 
the details are a little hazy, but we just know that we met each other and we really liked each other. That's really like the (laughs) gist of it, right? And through our company right now, we just got to know each other more because it's more of just like encouraging one another, celebrating one another, like cheering each other on alongside of our journey. And then when we launched Lookup Collective, she just started seeing more of what we were doing. And it really interested her in the journey that she's on in her motherhood and business. And now we get to even know her more. And so that's why we're just so honored she's here because you guys are going to be so encouraged by her life and how she shows up to it. And if you don't follow her yet, you need to go check her out because you will be daily inspired. For sure. So yes, thank you for being here, Allie. It was a no-brainer for us to ask you to be on this podcast because we're wanting to encourage people in what you're doing. And so y'all are in for a treat. So let's go ahead and get on started. Allie, just tell us about yourself. If someone was to say, just who is Allie Allen? Tell us, what what would you say? Who is Allie Allen? I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm in network marketing. I have branched a little bit out of network marketing into doing like content creation for network marketers. So just like a whole bunch of fun entrepreneurship, like business stuff that I love. But definitely my predominant role is mom. Like that's my day to day. I have four kids. They're all two years apart. So there's six, four, two. And then I have a newborn who you might hear as (laughs) we're on this call as she tries to fall asleep. But yeah, that's kind of what life looked like for me. That's awesome. And And sweet Sarah, if you do hear it, she's so adorable. I wish you could see her right now. She is such a chunk of love. She reminds me so much of our fourth baby, Hazel, because she was so yummy and chunky, just like Sarah. And we're just so excited that Sarah's here too. So if you hear her, every mother here that's listening is going to be like, oh, and, and love it. So No worries if we hear sweet Sarah. We hope we do, actually. (laughs) Um, So I heard a lot of things in that little short little bit. The main thing is, is that you love being a mom, right? You you love, you you said the word entrepreneur. You said you're a believer, right? So, So what are the things in life that get you excited, fired up, maybe that you're like ultra passionate about? Mm -hmm. Because- if you've been doing these things for a while, right? And so it's that those are a lot of times the things that carry us through is that we're actually passionate about it. And so if we were to ask, what are, what are some things that get you fired up in life or excited, passionate? Oh, man. I mean, definitely all the hats I wear, I love truly like being a mom and all that motherhood entails in terms of my kids, like very passionate about that. I love being a mom. I, I struggle with the same general things that every other mom struggles with, but I love it. Like it's, it's so fun and it's so fulfilling and it's so full of deep purpose and goodness. If I let it be, if I let myself see that and lean into that, I love that. I love all the branches of things that motherhood has thrust me into like home birth. I'll have a conversation with anyone anytime about home birth and helping moms like find holistic options to use for their kids. Like that was something that was life-changing with me that has obviously been a big part of my life, like business-wise too now. Discipleship-wise, like I'm a believer, like you said, and I love the gospel and I love theology and I love talking about theology with moms. And I really believe that we're all equipped and able to be theologians. So that's something that I'm really passionate about too. And I have a lot of conversations about, but also like marketing and entrepreneurship never 
in a million years would I have thought that I would be the work from home mom. I was always that kid who wanted to be a mom. I walked around with my babies. It's funny because I see my four-year-old do the same thing now. She walks around pushing her babies and her baby dolls and talking about, hi, little baby and hi, little darling, all the little mom things she does. And that was exactly me. I wanted to be a mom and I never imagined also doing these other things like having a business while I'm home with my kids. And while I didn't expect it, I definitely chose it. And I love it so much. So I could talk about any of that all day long. Thank you so much. I would like to, if you don't mind, dig a little bit deeper on that, that you said you never thought in a million years Mm -hmm. you would be an entrepreneur, but here you are and you said you chose it. And so was it like a gradual thing? Was it like a a point in time where you're like, this is what I want to do? How did that happen for you? Yeah. I mean, I definitely, definitely never imagined that. I think to be really honest, I think I would have in the very back of my head, I thought that if you weren't like a fully present stay at home mom, then you were a lesser mom. That was the best type of mom to me. And maybe because that's not what I had growing up. I had a single mom. So obviously she had to work. There's no option there. There's absolutely none. And she worked really hard and, but she wasn't there a lot for a lot of things because she was a single mom and that's just, that's what happens. And I, I wanted to be a fully present all the time there mom. So it just never occurred to me that I could do both and be a fully present all the time there mom and also have a business that I love and pour into that's such a good outlet for me. So part of the reason I guess I kind of shifted gear was out of necessity, just financially. But also I was just looking for an outlet. I had a newborn and my husband had a job where he was just not around really at all. So it was just me and my newborn and I loved it. It was so fun. But let's be real. When you have a newborn, you just sit there. (laughs) That's all you do. You just sit there with them and you nurse and you eat. And that's what I did. I nursed and I ate and I been some TV shows while I held my baby. And that was it. And I just wanted something else to do. I was still in school, like part-time online when my first kid was born. So that was a good outlet, but I was leaning into that so much. I wanted something else like it. So I started, uh, I started doing like an editing job at first was my like first little entry into working at all with kids. I was like under the table editing for a real estate company, just like little blurbs and stuff, not fulfilling at all, but just doing something that was something to do. And then slowly made my way into network marketing. And in the beginning, I literally only worked when I was nursing. That was the only time I worked for my first year of network marketing was when my kid was nursing or asleep. And I realized that I was fully present with my kid when he was awake and also fully present in my what grew to be a business when he was asleep or when he didn't need me. So I just really quickly realized that I could do both Mm. and that I love doing both. Yes, that is so good. I love what you said that you had this like almost stay-at-home mom, fully present, doing nothing else, like on a pedestal. Absolutely. And I think a lot of us do that. I actually have written a post that I'm actually going to post today about how society and the modern world tells us that you can either be a boss babe or you can be a stellar homemaker. That's kind of like the two choices and not a lot of people tell you that you can actually thrive in both. And I think it's just because we haven't 
always seen it a lot, or it's just stories we've been told and we believed these secret rules all of our life that it can only be one or the other. You can't be both. And so that's why we do swing so far on the pendulum swing of one or the other. And I love that you figured it out very quickly. And I also loved that you said you needed an outlet because so many moms feel so much guilt and shame for that because we were made to create. Like God wired us that way. He made us to contribute and to work. Like not just men to work, but it's innate inside of us to want to like contribute and to offer what has been given to us the way he's made us to our neighbor, our communities, our church, like the world. And obviously we can totally do that in our home. You're doing it. I'm doing it. But it is this beautiful outlet that we get to express. Like one of one of our coaches, when one of her coaches said, like when we aren't expressing, we're suppressing. And so many moms suppress all of that. They suppress all these little beautiful inklings and nudges and whispers inside of them thinking that it's not okay. But as Allie just shared with us, it's more than okay. And that you can do both and you can be present. I love that she figured out like she was with her children, totally present, but only worked during nursing. And then she just continued to adapt as more kids came along on how to figure that out. And I'm sure you don't do it perfect because none of us do it perfect. But that is what's truly thriving to you. And I think it's like defining that, right? It's defining what is thriving to you, defining what success is. And that is success to you. That's success to me is being able to do both in a healthy, imperfectly beautiful way. I totally agree. It's defining success for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, what does it look like for me to be a present mom? Because honestly, it looks different in different seasons. In present parenthood isn't, I I get caught, I see so many moms who get caught in the lie of present motherhood being, I have to play with my kids all day, or I have to always say yes, or I have to do everything with them all the time. And that's just such a mind lie, in my opinion. And I think it's really damaging because mm-hmm. we we can't say yes all the time. We can't play with our kids all the time. Even a fully 100% stay-at-home mom, they're still taking care of their house. Like they're still doing exactly. laundry. I don't know any stay-at-home mom who literally only plays with their kids all day long. And I would even argue, honestly, that that wouldn't be specifically beneficial for your kids. Like it's good for them to play by themselves. It's good for our families to come and do work together, to play outside basketball together, to play on the floor together, to clean up together, for them to do their own thing while parents do like bigger chores or whatever. And that just bleeds into the fact that we can be really present at home in a way that really honors our kids and honors like who we want them to be in the future and also honors all the other things that we're stewarding, right? Whether it's our job or things with church or our community or even like friendships and relationships. I think you hit something really, really good and you just hit the nail on the head is that being a present mom doesn't mean that you're literally right in front of your kids 24-7. Um, and you can even give some practical ways that you are, but I I define it as being an intentional mom, an undistracted mom in the sense of like when you're with your kids, 
when you take that intentional time, like even if it's 10 minutes, even if it's 20 minutes, I'm going to give you my full attention, undistracted right now. I am fully here with you where my feet are. My head is kind of thing. And because it is easy to be distracted, right? We have so much going on in our heads as moms and like even stay at home moms who don't do anything else. That is a, that is a struggle is to be undistracted. So it is more of that discipline to be, because I know I don't do it perfectly, but where our feet are is where our mind is and being able to navigate that. What are some practical ways you would say that you choose presence? Like you say, I'm a present mom. What does that look like for you where you're not just playing 24 seven, but you do play and you are with your kids a lot? Yeah. I think for me, it looks like a lot of rhythms and boundaries, which you and Wynn both talk about a lot. And we learn a lot about in Lugo, being willing to really establish rhythms for ourselves, or even name the rhythms that already exist. It doesn't have to be super overcomplicated and name when we're going to be present with our kids and be willing to say, you know, this, this is my work time, or this is my play time, or this is my rest time. And then have the discipline, which this is the hardest part of sticking to that, of knowing this afternoon, we're just going to have family time and we're going to hang out. And even when you walk past the sink full of dishes, Mm -hmm. You stick with the family time. It's really just holding to those rhythms and boundaries and being willing to adapt them when, you know, the season changes or your kids change or whatever changes that then needs you to take inventory of your life and just reevaluate what's working and what's not. But yeah, just defining those things and holding to them, I think has been the biggest game changer for me. Yeah. And you're so good at this, but it's really in that pre-deciding, like you just said, deciding of like when I'm going to do what? So like you can, you can be fully present where you are because there's a time and a place when you're going to do the other things. Okay. This is, this is playtime. I know I'm going to get work done because that's at another time. I think that's why we can get super distracted and feel like we can't do both because we're trying to do both like literally at the same time. But when we pre-decide, okay, this is work time. This is playtime. This is do the dishes time. This is when we're, I'm going to do the laundry and it definitely can look different, but it's that pre-deciding ahead of time where you can be present. That's what frees up the brain space. Mm-hmm. That's what frees up the margin, the connection, the presence that you don't have to constantly be thinking about it. You know that it's going to get done because you have an appointment rhythm already in place for it. Yeah. And I'd like to say you might be listening and you're like, yeah, but you don't get my life. Like it's very sporadic or chaotic or things like that. And the truth of the matter is it is a lot of times, Mm -hmm. right? Like you can't control necessarily when your child goes to the bathroom and pulls his diaper off and (laughs) pulls it everywhere. Like you can't, yes, that's something that needs your attention right there. But the other thing is, is like, we know dishes, laundry, chores. We know we want to spend time with, we know all of those things are parts of our day, right? They're not a surprise that they're there today. Like we went Mm -hmm. to bed and everything. And then tomorrow was like, oh my gosh, I got to do this again. What? And so that's where rhythms really come into play for sure. Because then, then you have some, there's fluidity to it, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like 
I necessarily have to do this at 9.07. Yeah, it's not right? a budget schedule. And so it, it builds it in and stuff like that. So one thing that you've really been able to say is like some structure. So even when you started working, you said you had some structure, right? When you were nursing, you worked. When you were, weren't nursing, you didn't work. And so- and That was her rhythm. That was your rhythm, right? So so structure seems to be something, and boundaries seem to be like, wow, yes, you, you probably have had some ebbs and flows. It seems to be something that you've prioritized from the very beginning. But while you have been like delving into this world of working and momming and bringing your kids, adding more kids and bringing your unique gifts to the world and just running a family and a house and all those types of things, what would you say that one of your biggest struggles has been in that time? I think I struggle with the same things that everyone struggles with, like the elusive balance that people seem to achieve that truly no one, I think, perfectly achieves but is way more achievable than I thought it was like feeling relatively balanced in all things feeling unfocused or spread too thin I think that one has come up I think the biggest one for me that I know not everyone will relate to is just having a lot of like big dreams on the table that are not for right now dreams that I have to say that's for another season because I am only going to be a mom to little kids for so many years. So that one's going to have to wait. Or my core focus right now is like my network marketing job. And there are other things I want to do too in the future, but it's not for right now. So being able to kind of like focus my brain and really evaluate my thoughts, I think, and just remember that what I have now is so good and I am choosing it. Like I am choosing my business and I'm choosing my family and I'm not choosing a lot of other things. And I'm putting good things on hold for a season. And well, this doesn't sound like a struggle, but I promise it has been a struggle. But this is me on the good end of the struggle, being able to say, I really want to do some other things. And I'm going to just not right now because I'm doing other good things right now. Yeah. It's like not yet. Yeah. And it's like purposely, instead of trying to juggle too many balls, you're purposely putting some down ahead of time. And when you're ready to be able to pick them up, you can, they're there. They're like, they're waiting for you. It even gives you something to look forward to. Yeah. One thing we say a lot is that in order to say yes to things, you have to say no to things. And, and, and that's where it really seems like you've been able to prioritize what matters to you. And so, so it doesn't mean that those things that are seven, eight, nine on the list don't matter. They're just seven, eight, nine. They're not one, two, three. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I I agree a hundred percent because another quote that we, we say a lot is, Diluted focus gets diluted results. So when we are trying to spread ourselves between one through 15 of things that are important to us, mm-hmm. and we are going to feel really spread thin because we're humans. We all have the same amount of hours a day. We have a finite amount of energy. Mm-hmm. That's so wise. And so thank you so yeah, much for so, sharing that. So much maturity and wisdom on your end, because I fully can relate to that. I've had to say no to a lot so that I could say yes later. And some of those yeses I'm living in right now because I said no. Something that is so it always encouraging to me is like, we can truly do all that we want to do, maybe not all at the same time. And that's okay. That's okay to put those balls down and to pick them up when it is the right timing. And that is so nuanced. It's like knowing like when is the right timing. And it's really at that posture of trusting the Lord and 
surrendering and just like seeking him. And that's something that I know that you are like just so good at is living in that posture of surrendering and just living your life as that beautiful sacrifice as you're being poured out from that vessel. So I have another fun question. Let's say you have that mom sitting across the table from you, right? And she maybe she felt similar to how you did beforehand. I've wanted, I've always wanted, and I still want to be a present mom, but I feel this stirring within me to contribute my gifts to the world. Or maybe it's, I have the necessity to need to contribute financially to the family and things like that. But she's kind of like worried. She's wondering how, if she has what it takes, she's wondering if if she's going to be able to do it. And so what encouragement would you share with her? I think one of the biggest things I would say in that conversation is you can pursue a business, any business at any level without sacrificing your children and without sacrificing what you honor most. And on the flip side, you can be present with your kids without sacrificing your business. And I think that that's the one that gets missed sometimes. Like we focus so much on the fact that we can be present with our kids and our business isn't going to hurt. Like we can, but we can also be present with our business and our kids aren't going to hurt. Like we can do both. And, you know, you can use like all of the desires that are stirred up inside of you in whatever like business capacity you want. Like you can create outlets for those things that can be really fulfilling. And I think that makes you a better mom in some ways. It may, it's made me a better mom, at least in a lot of ways. When I am fulfilled in other ways or when I'm pouring out in other ways, I am like more fun to be around, honestly, for my kids, for my husband, for anyone. And that those are not things to be afraid of. Those aren't things to fear. Anything new is going to feel scary at first, right? Anything is going to feel uncomfortable. If you are a mom who doesn't have a side job or any like entrepreneurship role right now, of course, jumping into that is going to be so scary. But the work and the things you're going to learn as you pour into that and as you start that new thing are going to be so good. And it's going to be uncomfortable, but in the best way, like it's going to stretch you and it's going to sanctify you. And you're going to learn a lot about yourself, which is going to help you be a better mom and a better human. And you're just going to learn how to do something different. Like you didn't know how to be a mom before you were a mom, right? And then you were, you had a kid and all of a sudden, well, you're a mom and now you're figuring out how to do it. Do you start being a mom, being a great mom? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Do you start a new like business venture being a fantastic on the first day? Maybe on the first day, but probably not right after that. You're gonna, you're gonna mess up and you're going to be afraid and you are going to struggle deeply with so many aspects, but the best way to do it is to just do it and to lean into it as you go, because it really is so good and so worth it. So much grace and compassion for yourself on the journey too, because it is learning something new, right? And it's going to feel hard because anything new is, like you said, is uncomfortable, but just embracing being a beginner and just even that thought, I can figure this out. Like I may have to put some things down, but I am clarifying what matters to me in this season. And I just love what you said about it makes you a better mom. I can fully relate to that. Chris can testify right now that 
it wasn't until I started using my gifts in that way of that outlet of serving and pouring and just giving myself a chance to use those gifts. It was kind of like unused creativity, unused gifts, just screaming and begging under the surface to be used. Like it just truly made me a better wife and mother when I had that outlet. And now it's it's more than the outlet now, right? This is not just, oh, this is a little creative outlet. It definitely becomes more than that, but it has to start somewhere, right? It has to start with that small little nudge, that small little inkling of, man, maybe I can do this. And just be encouraged by people like Ali, myself, when we're here to tell you that it is possible. That's a lot of times we look to other women and we compare ourselves But there's other women that you can compare in a positive way of like, oh, wow, like they're showing me what's possible. They're showing me what can be done. I have looked to other women and mentors in that way. I have gained so much insight and wisdom and knowledge and just like sheer bravery by watching other women go before me and show me the way. And that has been one of the biggest encouragements to me. And that I think... I know we can get the comparison trap on social media, but for me, I truly do see it in such a positive way because I have seen like watching other women that I admire. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's showing me what I can be. Like I want to be, that's who I want to be. And she's showing me that I can do it. And so if that is a desire of your heart or even a need right now, it's like Chris said, we're in a recession (laughs) as a nation and Times might be really tough and you're like, wow, do I have what it takes to contribute financially to my family? We're just a little further down the road and we're turning back and we're saying, hey, come with us. We're here. We're going to walk alongside of you. And it's totally possible. And not only is it possible, it's beautiful and abundant. And we want that for you too, if it's something that you desire. Yeah. And that's where I would say... If you're feeling that little nudge to want to, whether it is just at a creative outlet, go ahead and listen to that. Like it doesn't have to be a full-blown business. It might just be, it might be like contributing at your church. It might be volunteering there. It might be to start a neighborhood book club. Like it might be something that, that you are wanting to gather people around maybe, or use your gifts, express your gifts in the world. Because I want to go back to something we said earlier about prioritizing what matters and that list of one through eight, one through 15. And so sometimes we have to put number seven down. I want you to hear that investing in yourself and taking care of yourself and listening to yourself doesn't need to be the last thing on that list. Mm. Okay. Because it needs to be kind of high on that list. It needs to be something that we do prioritize. Like we don't need to put ourselves aside for the next 18 years and then come alive to ourselves and what we've been called to do. And then all of a sudden, yes. We are better mothers because we do invest in ourselves. We can pour from that deep tendon well because we are pouring heavily in. And that is so, so important. Mm -hmm. And as moms, especially when we are juggling a lot of hats, that's one of the first things that we abandon is caring for ourselves, mothering ourselves and nurturing and nourishing ourselves. This can be a way that you nurture yourself. Chris said, just whatever it is does not have to be a business, but whatever nudge you have, listen to it because it's there for a reason. Like 
especially when you are seeking the Lord, those desires you have are from him. He gives us the desires of our heart. And so don't push it down. Don't suppress it because it is there for a reason, because God uses his people to meet the needs of his people. And so what you have to offer is truly a gift to this world. And we need all of you. Yes. And so we're out of time, but we have one more question. As we've been talking about investing in yourself and things like that, one way lately, Allie, you've been investing in yourself is you've you've joined Lookup Collective, right? You're you're there, you're a member, you are at the things, loving it, enjoying it, that kind of thing. And so my question for you is how has Lookup Collective served you in your motherhood and business since you've been around? Oh, so much more than I anticipated. I truly, truly joined because I love Elizabeth and that was really it. I <laughs> I did not think I would stay for more than a month. I just wanted to be a good friend and support what she was doing and try it out because a lot of the things that Look Up Collective on the very surface level talks about that they do and we do within Lugo is rhythms and things like that that I don't specifically struggle with. Like I have a decent grasp, not perfect, but a decent grasp on those things. So I really arrogantly thought that there wasn't going to be a ton for me in Luco. And I got on the first call and wrote three pages of notes and was transformed. So that was good. But then I got on a live coaching call and I really saw like the magic of Luco in that first live call. I think you were coaching someone Oh gosh, I don't remember what the situation was, but you were coaching someone on something they were struggling with. And as soon as she started talking, I was like, oh, I got you, girl. I know what you need to do. And I am such a problem solver in my head. Like I am, I'm, I'm your girl. If you need to problem solve or brainstorm, come to me. I got you covered. I can help you. So girlfriend laid this issue on the table. It was something like she was struggling to play with her kids or spend time outside or something like that. So, you know, I have like four-step system already planned out in my head for her. And Elizabeth, or I think Elizabeth or Wynn, one of them over here was like, let's talk about what you're feeling there. Didn't even address like how to help practically at all. Like not one piece of practical, but what Elizabeth and Wynn coached for that girl in that, that specific situation was so incredible. Just helping them to like own where they were, check the feelings, like driving why that specific mom felt like she needed to play outside more or be, I don't remember what the situation was. They like went to her thoughts before what she was actually doing. And it, not to be dramatic, but changed my life. Like it changed how I think about everything. Because I will see a problem and immediately want to solve it. And in Luco, I have learned to see a problem and first decide if it's actually a problem. Is this a problem because I'm comparing my house to someone else's house? Or is this a problem because I'm just stressed and overstimulated right now? So everything is a problem? Or are there really like unproductive thoughts fueling what I'm feeling right now? So what I'm feeling isn't like a good gauge of what's going on. Being able to like ask myself really good questions and as a mom and in my home and as a business person too, it's, it's so obvious to me now. But six months ago, I would ask myself similar questions in business, but I hadn't applied that to my life at all or my life as a mom. And learning that stuff in Luco 
like to feel my feelings, to lean into my feelings, to acknowledge and adjust like where my feelings are coming from, being able to name those thoughts, the creation cycle that we do in Luco. It's been really like life altering for me and it's flowed over into so many different areas of my life. I mean, I talked about it in counseling last week with my counselor because Chris taught us in one call how to like pre-coach ourselves through situations. And that has been wildly like incredible for me as a work from home mom and I solo parent 95% of the time. So having things in my head that I know I'm going to say on my head and repeat when we have stressful things coming up or whatever it is. Like I learned all that in Luco. I learned, I've learned so much in Luco and I have only been there this year. I don't even know how long, not that long. I haven't been there since the very first month and I've learned so much. So I don't know what your question was, but I would recommend Luco to anyone and everyone because it's so good. And I tell my friends about it and it's, it's incredible. I'm so grateful for you guys and when to, and just all the things you've taught us in that. And I can't even imagine how different I will be and feel at the end of the year after a full year, like in the lookup collective. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was, that's so generous of you to say, none of that is really surprising to us because that's what we're praying for happens in the lives of the women that we get to to lead there. It really is. And so, so thank you for sharing that. And if you're listening and you're like, I, 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 that's what I need. That's what I want as well. That might be something that can help me in my life. I'm also wanting to thrive in my my home and my business, or maybe you're considering starting a business, or maybe you're just starting, or maybe you're burnt out with your business. We have a very fun thing that we actually are going to have tomorrow. So tomorrow we will have a workshop. So registration closes tonight, probably tomorrow, we might leave it a little open that you can come. It's only $7. It's called the Thrive Workshop. And what we're going to do is we're going to give you three life-giving rhythms at that workshop that are going to help you thrive in your home and your business. You're going to leave from that and you're going to be able to have just some steps to take, some very clear action in order to move forward in your home and in your business. And it's going to be literally life changing. It really is. So you can register for that at lookupandserve.com forward slash thrive. We will also have a link that you can grab in the show notes here as well. Thank you so much, Allie, for joining us today. I have been so encouraged by just by being here, having this conversation with you. I've loved that you are been here with the whole entire time with your daughter, Sarah, and like Unfortunately, she didn't even peep. She's been asleep the whole time. And so thank you so much. Yes, we're so thankful that you came. I love that even that you are confident in your motherhood and how you show up in your business, that you still have grown. I can relate to that so much because when I got into my coaching program, I thought, oh, I'm a pretty positive mindset person. Like I really was in that moment thriving besides some like health issues that I was walking through, but it changed my life. Like I was very like high on the growth scale of growing and it still just like expedited my growth. The way I like to explain it is like, it was like a wormhole. Like I grew more in four to six months in my coaching program that I've grown in my entire life. And it was just like crazy amount of growth. 
So I totally relate with what you're saying that we never stop learning and growing and we always have things to learn and grow and to become who we want to become. And so, yeah. Yeah. And Allie, if people have been listening and they're like, I got to, I've got to know this gal a little bit more. What's the best way for them to connect with you? Oh, definitely Instagram. Love. I love me some Instagram. Social media gets a bad rap. Instagram. Mrs. Allie Allen is my handle. Mrs. Allie Allen. So yes. check Y'all, her please out. Please go check her out because you will be inspired and encouraged all day long. For sure. So thank you so much. You guys have a great day. Keep looking for the good. It's always there. 